We are awesome dads, okay husbands, and terrible golfers. We dive into golf, fatherhood, and life. This is the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it! Yeah, so quick introduction to myself. My name is Matt Cusick. Uh, I'm about your guys' age, a little bit older, got two kids just like yourselves. And I spent quite a bit of time, uh, did retail management coming out of school, and then I worked in the golf and tennis world for a couple different companies for a few years, uh, got out of that business. Uh, I'm in consumer appliances now, but uh, just big love for whiskey. And, um, you know, American whiskey has just seen this big boom uh, and notably in the last seven to 10 years. It's just been exploding on the scene. So I spent the last few years, um, if you like reading reviews, Reddit is awesome place to go. Um, YouTube, you can catch some longer winded stuff, but that's not really my forte. Uh, you know, a lot of people on YouTube want to get that 10 minute mark. So they'll kind of drag out a review for you that way. And there's a ton of great podcasts out there where I learned a lot over the last five, six years. And I just wanted to share and kind of be the gateway guy for those of you that, you know, if you, if you want to be an aficionado and you're really into it, there's a lot of great resources out there. And what I really started doing was I was like, hey, nobody's really doing like quick reviews on regular everyday stuff that people can get their hands on. Right. Like I, I'm not interested in watching a Pappy Van Winkle review <laughs> that's 20 <laughs> minutes long on a bottle, which is almost impossible to get. And of a year or a vintage that I'll probably never be able to get my hands on. So what I started doing is uh, on a couple Facebook groups, I would start do posting these like two minute, three minute reviews and they were getting pretty good traction. Uh, Facebook kind of wiped out a lot of those groups, you know, kind of saying like, Hey, you know, the, the, the bourbon thing, you know, there's a couple of fishing auto groups that are still good uh, and out there. So on Instagram, I just started posting it again uh, this last year, this past year, and especially during quarantine. Uh, when the whole pandemic started, people were like really, really gravitating towards it. So that's majority of my followers on Instagram. That's uh, probably where I have my biggest following. And you guys, uh, it's mostly golf people, it's bourbon people, uh, and shoe people. Because I mean, I'm a sneakerhead. So that's yeah. a little bit about me, long-winded. Hopefully, no, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, surprise, surprise. We, uh, I, I've probably been drinking more than I drink in my entire life during quarantine. <laughs> so <laughs> it, makes, we all, it makes sense yeah there was yeah. a stretch there where i was going to benny's you know every couple of days <laughs> and i would spend like 150 bucks and i'm like i'd come home and i'm just like oh fuck what am i doing <laughs> well especially especially here in chicago and you know that matt like we got we went in quarantine probably like a pretty tough two-month stretch there in march and april where you really can't do much but be in your house yeah, and they weren't even letting us get like cocktails to go or like hard drinks to go. And yeah. if you didn't live by a bar, yeah, you had to kind of you know stock up on your own bar inside. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, uh... for sure. Yeah, and Benny's, you know, and Benny's is just so good. We're we're pretty lucky to have Benny's. That's pretty much my go-to. That's where I, that's where 
uh, the three bottles that you guys are going to taste tonight came from, uh, and two of them are Benny's Selects, but they're not too far off of the flavor profile from the main names. So I think you guys will enjoy it. So cool. Uh, I think what we should do. So uh, what is what is like your whiskey backgrounds? Do you guys have whiskey backgrounds? Do you enjoy whiskey? You know, uh, I don't know if Chris, if you want to go first, and then we'll yeah. go to Mark. Just kind of give us your background. I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty new to the whiskey game, I guess. I mean, I I drank whiskey for several years but not like anything in particular like a uh, flavor profile i'll just try different bourbons or whiskeys i mean my i guess my two favorite are woodford reserve or i guess three favorite like woodford larceny and uh bullet and bullet's kind of like my go-to like Ooh, like those to, are strong yeah i do that with anything yeah so those are those are really strong and um uh, i'll give you a quick little whiskey history uh woodford reserve kind of comes out in the mid 90s it's brown foreman product and one of the things that brown foreman is spectacular at is they have this kind of tasting wheel so if you go to woodford reserve if you go to the distillery it's so great that you mentioned them but if you go to the distillery they actually give you a a tasting wheel so it's kind of like all the flavors that you can get out of a whiskey from like whether it's wood whether it's fruit notes uh sweetness things like that and they really train they really, really do train their distillers and their blenders. And that's why Woodford Reserve is actually designed to sit in the middle of the flavor wheel. So whenever like my palate is feeling off or like I feel like I got to go get my baseline back, I go to Woodford Reserve. And another oh, thing, wow. too, is if you want to know what your palate tends towards, because all of us have a palate that actually, you know, some of us tend towards bitterness. Some of us tend towards sweetness, uh, woodiness, nuttiness, things like that. If you taste Woodford Reserve and whatever you pick up out of that is whatever your palate actually tends towards because that's how close to the middle of that wheel they got Woodford Reserve. So that's that's a really good pick. Mark, oh, how about wow. you? Um, I'm, a, uh, I'm a novice. Um, I, I do enjoy whiskey and I do uh, – I tend towards – yeah, I tend towards bourbon. But in terms of taste or flavor profile, I, I don't know. Um, I like trying. No, I'm serious. I I like buying different bottles and just trying them. Um, I don't. I don't know. I. I, I, I what do you, what I, do you I, have I, right now? What do you have right now? Or what do you, um, at the house? I have. I have. I have tin cup. If you've heard of it. Yeah. Um, the frontier what, whiskey. Yeah, that's what I bought last <laughs> time. Um, I really just try something different each time. I, I don't know. I, I. I think of it as like wine. Like, I feel like I should know more than I do. Cause I like wine. I try a bunch of different wines and I like a lot of them, but then yeah, but I don't, at the end of I don't day, take you can walk into make... Vinny's and ask them what's good. And as and... long as it's in your price range, why not? Yeah, no, that's what I do a lot. <laughs> I typically <laughs> just say, Hey, uh, what do you, uh, what kind of recommendation do you get? Cause you know, I usually get someone different each time. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm not afraid to try something different, but I just, I don't know enough to, uh, I guess, know my flavor profile, but I, I, right. I, I certainly enjoy drinking it. How about that? Awesome. So, uh, so as we, so as we go, do you guys have sample a already poured for you? We're not on video. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's ready. All right, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So here's what we're going to do. Um, as you guys start to taste, well, I guess I'll ask the other thing too. Like, don't be afraid to drop ice if you need to. Um, none of these are going to be higher than a hundred proof. So I, I didn't know what level you guys were at. And also for a flask whiskey and I basically a golf whiskey would be a flask whiskey to me, whether you're going camping uh, you know, biking or something like, you know, you're out in the woods, you're basically out in nature. That's what golf is about. 
you don't want anything too heavy because a lot of people will tell you like, wow, whiskey in the summertime, that's crazy. But that's usually the higher proof ones. So all of these are going to be 100 or lower. So that's your first clue okay. to uh, what one of those three might be. And I'll let you guys start sipping A or if you got to drop some water. Everybody's a little bit different. And first thing actually when we do start to taste is nosing. So I don't know if you guys – how much do you guys know about nosing? I don't want to – uh, nothing. Anything here. Nothing. All right. I, I are, are we, sniff are, it, are we supposed to be snorting this or drinking this? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Whichever way it goes down your throat, I don't care. I feel like it's going to would... get in your bloodstream a little quicker if you snort it. Not yeah. that I want to try it, though. So, so the biggest tip, like whenever you go, and I'll tell you this, like we're lucky we're in Chicago. Uh, Kentucky is only, Louisville is only like a five-hour drive away. Yeah. Distillery tours are amazing down there. And one of the things they'll teach you is when you start to smell the whiskey and smell is actually one of the things that triggers our memory more so than sight and sound, according to some scientists, uh, when you sniff it, you don't want to sniff it with your mouth open or closed, I should say. So this is, this is one of the things that took me a while to figure out is, you know, my trick is kind of make a U shape with your tongue, press it up against the roof of your mouth, let that open up and then start to inhale through your nose. It's really, really weird. I hear you guys trying it. <laughs> absolutely, I'm absolutely trying it, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely did too. Yeah, and the idea there is as you keep your mouth open, the alcohol vapors can escape out your mouth, and then that way you're getting more of the smells and the flavors through your nose, and you're able to kind of get your sensory going there. Okay. Uh, that's why definitely I, a difference. I definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why a lot of times like you'll hand somebody a shot or a drink or something, and they'll sniff it with their mouth closed, and they'll go <laughs> – and then they'll make that ugly face, you know, like you just, you know, like, like somebody did something great at a basketball game, that ugh face, right? Like they will make that face, but that's because what they did is keep their mouth closed and all those alcohol vapors just singed their nose, basically. So something that's 80 proof might smell like it's 120 proof to you. Okay. So oh, what wow. are we, yeah. So what are we thinking about sample A? How do you guys feel about sample A? What are some notes you guys are picking up? All right. First step. Um, Again, I don't know if this is me or I don't know enough. It, it, is it sweeter? It, I feel like it's sweeter. Maybe sweeter than what? Then I don't know. Sweeter than the tin cup that you've had? That's perhaps. I don't want to sway you guys as we yeah. go through A. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what flavors you're picking up. So you're picking up sweet notes out of this one. I mean, it, it, this tastes similar to, to larceny a little bit, I feel Ooh, like. Okay. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but uh i'll give you another hint as we're tasting a is that it's none of the three that you mentioned yeah. are in here but they're not yeah. far off one of them won't be far off yeah so it's similar uh, to larceny okay little little oaky or woody okay i like it mark you got any adjectives uh, or verbs you want to yeah. throw out there um <laughs> <laughs> this, fruits, this, like, fruits or vegetables yeah hey you guys are doing this is great where don't, i struggle yeah don't worry and even when i do my own reviews as you guys are sipping through this when i do my own reviews i also try not to be i try to be somewhat narrow but, but not super specific right like I, i'm not gonna say like it's the cherries jubilee at gibson's steakhouse on a tuesday night <laughs> at four o'clock p.m you know just before happy hour like, I never get that specific, but, I'll, you know, I'll get something like, oh, banana bread, or I'll get something like that. Now, I hate throwing it out because I don't want to influence you guys. So, good way, like, especially when you're doing your first tasting, is it's hard to get up notes because you don't have anything to contrast it against. So, I'll let you guys go ahead, take a swig of water. Okay. And we're going to move on to B. Okay. Now, okay. Some, yep. 
Now, a couple couple tips here as we move through samples. I'll give you guys time to pour or any of that. Yeah. A couple things when we're doing a flight. Anytime that we do a flight, uh, in between, some people have tricks. Some people will eat a cracker. Uh, some people like kind of um, some people like a very bland cheese, like a white cheese, soft white cheese. Um, but anything like a goat, like that's too tart, that'll throw your palate off too. But that's a good way to cleanse it. Pickles for me are a great one. Pickles what about, are a great one. What about Coors Light? Oh, Coors Lattes. <laughs> now you guys are speaking my brother's language. Like my brother won't touch any whiskey, man, but he absolutely loves his Coors Lattes. That that's our golf course beer. Yeah. That's a great, yeah, that's a good golf course beer. If you're drinking 30. Yeah. Well, you guys play 36 holes. I don't know how you guys do it. Like me, like, like I had four spotted cows today. I just came back from Geneva National. Uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, we did our buddy's trip. Uh, What course did you play? Did you play all of them? Yeah, so what we do is, uh, this is year 14 of the Buster Open that we call it, but it's closed. It's more like the bum invitational because all of us are like 14 (laughs) handicaps or higher now. Uh, but yeah, we play over four days. We try to play each of the three courses. So Palmer, Trevino, uh, Geneva Nationals just stupendous. We've been doing it. It was like the first nice course we ever went to, like when we first started golfing four, 14 years ago, and we came up with this idea. So every year That's for the awesome. last 14 years, we've done it. Yeah. So we played uh, player today. Okay. We had four spotted cows. Like spot, man, spotted cows just so good. Yeah. It is so good. And this is where, right as we transition to see, I'll make my case for whiskey over beer. But yes, I was drinking Spotted Calix this day, so I will admit that I was drinking beer. <laughs> All right. So, have you guys started B yet? I'm going I'm, to going I'm, to a sipper. I'm nosing it right now. All right. Oh, I guess picking that, up out of the nose. Oh, uh, fruity, really fruity for me. Yeah. Uh huh. Some kind of fruit. So maybe, usually when I get a, a fruit note, yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I would say maybe a cherry. Yeah. So I, I kind of divide my fruits into dark fruits and light fruits. So a dark note like a cherry is absolutely prevalent in this one. Something that I get. Um, just a question. Yeah. Like, um, so again, I'm a novice. When am I supposed to be able to pick up on this stuff? Oh, how how, how much how much tasting do I need to do over the years? I, to, would, uh, I would to, say to get to this point during a pandemic, about three weeks. Damn it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. You got to do a lot more tasting. No, it will see. And, and part of the thing and the thing that you're doing right when you go to Benny's and you don't really have a preference and you're just picking, you know, you're picking something new up each time. Now you're going to be able to compare and contrast. Right. Because like if you were just if you're just drinking just larceny or just wood for reserve, that would be the only thing, you know. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that's your, that's your baseline. That's your benchmark. Right. So you're always going to say, well, have you, like when I said, Hey, heavier than what I wasn't trying to be a jerk. It's just like, I'm trying to see where your baseline is to see when you say that. And yeah, so I divide my fruits into lighter or darker, uh, like cherries. I get a lot out of bourbons, uh, especially like some of the like really, really older ones. Those, that's a really good note to pick up there. Now, how's the yeah, tasting uh- going? What are we getting now? I mean, I, I'm enjoying this. I mean, I got to the point where I was drinking Jack Daniels during the pandemic. So, um, <laughs> reliving your college days, huh? Jack and Coke minus the Coke. Mark, yeah, did, there was, didn't there was we, no Coke. Didn't we do a, a like a whiskey tasting at your place? Yeah, one year in we, the city. We yeah. did, but we just did it. Um, we just we didn't have anyone that knew anything about whiskeys. No, we just like it was like just. You, we just did some blind taste tests. We yeah. got a bunch, and we just had people try them, and then you rate which you one you like the best. I think Jack See, Daniels awesome. won. 
Yeah. I think blindly or, won. Or gentleman Jack. All maybe like, gentleman Jack won. I don't remember. It, but. I don't think it was regular Jack. I think it, it wasn't single barrel. It's probably you're probably right. Okay. So interesting Jack. thing. Uh, so Brown Foreman also owns Jack Daniels, which is the number one selling whiskey in the world. They own Woodford Reserve. They own Old Forester, and they are the ones that I kind of call like the masters of tasting and blending. They just give you such a consistent product. There's I have, uh, I have two, three friends that are squires of Jack Daniels. I think this is some promotional thing they did in the 80s. Like, they actually, like, have a piece of land on the distillery <laughs> that really? they love. Wow. Um, I'll tell you some of the best things that you can buy. Like, if, you, if you're going to buy a bottle, like, say you're going to somebody's house or, like, it's a birthday party or you just want to buy them a nice bottle, Jack Daniels single barrels are amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and during the fall, they release a heritage uh, barrel. Oh man, it's got a blue label. It's just unbelievable. Like uh, the last two years, I've got nothing but banana bread out of it. It's amazing, amazing Ooh, stuff. Well, so thanks. nothing wrong. And, see, and that's the other thing too that I, I really my goal when I started entering this whiskey world and maybe like posting my videos is that I don't want you guys to ever feel like, oh no, I'm doing Jack Daniels. Like Jack Daniels is a damn good whiskey. Like there's a reason it's number one. <laughs> it is like one of the number one whiskeys in the world, right? And, and it's not just because American whiskey is just undervalued too. Like that's the yep. benefit, you know, like, here's the thing, you know, you, you ate Portillo's burgers, right? Like I, I heard your, I heard you guys, the podcast about the Portillo's burgers, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a darn good burger. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not a good burger compared to like a Kuma's burger or compared to like a sirloin burger from a steakhouse. <laughs> like they, we all have different levels in this world and good enough is not a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have three double cheeseburgers, you know, there's you might have a problem. That, I told you that was a that was a life changing moment for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we tasting on B? What are you guys now? We got the nose. You guys get a little fruit out of there. It's smooth. The it's real. It's really smooth. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. I, I feel like I would. I would. You know, if you told me to pick this one, if you worked at Benny's, I'd be like, hey, this is good, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Appreciate yeah, this appreciate is really the offer. smooth. I don't, I don't know what it is, but maybe I don't it taste matter. the I don't taste the fruitiness as much when I'm drinking it, but definitely smell it. Interesting, right? So you smell the fruitiness, and that's not uncommon. Like there's a ton of times for me, like I will I will pick up a nose, like wood notes, especially uh, maybe on this bourbon, I'll pick up some of that wood and that fruit, but then you dive into it and there's no fruit at all. It totally. And I'll get fruit out of something that tastes like wood. Like, that's the amazing thing about bourbon and whiskeys. You can kind of get both of those notes out there. All right, cool. So well, let's move on because I know uh, we don't want to take a full hour. So <laughs> we're going to go into C now. Okay. And as we talk about C, or as you guys start to nose C and kind of pour it or get yourselves ready, uh, I'm going to give you guys a couple little bit more info about our three candidates. So uh, my candidate for a flask whiskey has to have a couple of things going for it. Uh, one, it's not going to be entry level. So all of these, like I would consider like a Woodford reserve, Woodford reserve is not, it's kind of like, even though it's their entry level for that lineup, I would not consider that a, a, an entry level bourbon. These are all either a step above or two steps above entry level. Uh, the other thing, when you got a flask whiskey, it's got to taste good when you taste it neat. It's also got to taste good when you slip it into diet Coke or a Coke, or when you slip it into your Mountain Dew. Uh, those are my two favorites to kind of mix with whiskey. <laughs> uh, do really well. Oh, so, and, and one of the reasons I got the idea for this, I've been doing, um, so in addition to my reviews, I, I also recommend a, a soda and whiskey every month on EC sports, EC sports, shout out to those guys. 
they do a binge and bartend episode. If you guys follow oh, nice. me, you can follow them. Okay. Uh, so less, my first episode, I did Mountain Dew because Mountain Dew is the original mixer. It was invented by two brothers in the Tennessee mountains, and they wanted to mix it. And a lot of people, you know, the, the history gets kind of fuzzy. They either say that they invented it to mix with moonshine or they invented it so, so to uh, go with whiskey. And the reason we think it's whiskey is because Mountain Dew back then was slang for Scotch whiskey. You know, up in the Highlands, you get that Mountain Dew fresh off of the mountains there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you think about it, they were doing Red Bull and vodka, basically. They were trying to get a caffeine can and soda <laughs> <laughs> almost 100 That's years awesome. ago. Right? So, yeah. I'm I had no idea Mountain Dew, is, Mountain Dew is that old even. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if you guys I'm, – I'm a dad and I'm old. So, you know, dad brain changes you. I watch History Channel all the time. American Pickers had this uh yeah. this guy had like this old like memorabilia of Mountain Dew and it was like it was like the stereotypical like farm guy with like no shoes on, <laughs> denim overalls are cut off, and you know, he's blown into a jug. I'm like, that is stereotypical but awesome. I will yeah. take that. Big right, American cool. Pickers fan. Oh, huge. Uh it was, I was so disappointed when I drove by. Like I drove to Deer Run one year and I kept talking to my guy, I'm like, hey, let's 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 just go over the border and see him. And they're like it's like filled with like memorability, like TV show stuff, like T-shirts and like cup holders. Like none of the stuff is actually there at the American Pickers place. Oh, yeah, but it's all right. I didn't get to see anybody either, but big Daniel fan. So what do you guys got out of C? How are you guys feeling about C? All right, I'm going to nose C right now here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that sound comes over real well on the podcast, just me <laughs> nosing things. It, it actually comes through kind of nicely. Sounds like you're. It sounds like you're huffing something, like huffing like an aerosol can. I, you know, I'm, it's not that far off. You know, and part of the, you know, the thing that first made me fall in love with whiskey too. So I used to be like a jack guy in college. As you guys are nosing, I'll tell you the story. I used to be a jack guy in college, and all of a sudden, like it, like jack by itself was not doing it for me. And then I switched over to Jim Beam, and I was like, oh man, Jim Beam's like really like compared to Jack, it's like iced tea. So I was just like drinking it straight, and then all of a sudden. I started experimenting and then ice changes and water changes whiskey so much that uh, it's just amazing. You can start with something when you're first nosing it and then you're tasting something different and then you can let the ice melt and then you're tasting something totally different as well. So that's the amazing yeah. thing about whiskey. It really is choose your own adventure here. And the reason I, I would add that it's better than beers is because, you know, sometimes you just don't want a belly full of carbonated water. You know, you yeah. pour a little bit of this with ice. Now you don't have the carbonation. You can let that melt down. You get that different flavor profile and you get something nice and smooth that you can kind of sip on after you get your double bogey to open the round. Because <laughs> I've started almost every round this year with a six. Like it's just, just, just automatic. Automatic. <laughs> this one's a little more pungent to kick to start with. Oh. Yeah. Pungent. Uh, yeah. I, 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 when I was nosing, I got a lot of wood. Yeah, from it. That's yeah, a good this one. One's, this one's nowhere near sweet. I'll tell you that. Okay, so we start sipping it. Yeah. Tell me how you this feel as strong. we sip it. This is strong. Uh, strong. This yeah. one's strong. strong. This one feels a lot stronger. Uh, you, I will give you guys a clue. Yes, you are correct. So whenever we taste, <laughs> so whenever we Not, taste, I'm an flight, intermediate now. Yeah. So whenever we're setting up flights, uh, the reason I did it in this order is that you always want to go from the lowest proof to the highest proof, right? You want to kind of warm up your palate. And you don't want to, you don't want the highest proof first because then you'll never get any of the alcohol burn from the other two and they'll just taste super sweet to you. 
Uh, the other thing too is when you set up a flight, for those of you at home, if you ever have like a finished whiskey or a, a whiskey that's bit, had flavor added to it, you always want to do that last, like a dessert whiskey. Uh, like taste for like I'm sure you guys have been to outings. You've been at golf courses. You've had Fireball, correct? Oh yeah. Gotcha. Okay. If you tasted Fireball before all of these, you would just taste cinnamon all night long, right? So, you, <laughs> so perfect example of why anything that's flavored or uh, a finished whiskey—that's a super technical term. You always want to do one of those last or the highest proof last. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. This is this one's strong, but. I, I like it. So once the so once the initial vapors go away, so, so because it's stronger, we might want to like start to do like. There's one thing that uh, Booker No Booker No is a descendant of Jim Beam. Uh, one of the single barrels that they started is Booker's that you can buy in the fancy brown box, seventy five bucks, usually an incredible value. He did a thing called the Kentucky Chew. He would actually almost like swish it around in his mouth. But uh, since, since you guys, I'm not going to ask you guys to swish it around, but as you're tasting it, you can also kind of like. <laughs> oh, no, I just did. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do it. And that'll yeah, let some of the it. vapors, that'll let some of the, you know, since it is a higher proof, it'll let you yeah. get some of those vapors out. Uh, yeah. uh, the first time you do it, it might feel like mouthwash. It does. It definitely does. It sure does. <laughs> and you see, when you were saying like, oh, how long is it going to take for the nosing? Well, especially when you're tasting with your palate too, it's going to take you a while to numb yourself to the alcohol, especially yep. as we go up and proof, right? Because like, if yep. you guys are used to, like, I heard you guys like Tito's and I think Tito's is. <laughs> no, Uncle, hey. Uncle T- it's Uncle Tito's to you. Uncle, man. Hey, yeah. Uncle Tito's <laughs> is amazing, man. Uncle Tito's is amazing. I'd say if you like, you know, I'm a Polish heritage, so I'm a, I'm a Chopin or Belvedere guy myself. There you uh, go. But for American vodkas, like Tito's is stupendous made out of copper pot stills, by the way, copper pot stills also used for Woodford reserve. Uh, Deep Eddie also does uh, copper pot stills, so they do a pretty good vodka there too. I like those two for American vodkas. If you were going to go that way, yeah, so nothing both, wrong. Both Texas vodkas too, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I forget uh, Tito's is Austin, right? Yeah, yeah, I think Deep Eddie's is too, isn't it? They're Austin as well. Yeah, they might be pretty close. Yeah, Deep Eddie's is owned by Heaven Hill, who also owns Larceny. It's kind of fun too when you start to see the family trees. Yeah, everybody, the connection. Oh yeah, there's like four or five big companies and they just own everything. All right, <laughs> I'm I'm glad you said Chopin. Not a lot of people know Chopin. Oh man, super good. And yeah. uh, Chopin, I think, is potato. And I think that's that's one reason why I prefer it. Now, some people argue that you can't taste the difference of vodka because once it's just distilled water and it's filtered, yada, yada. But I can taste like like a kettle one is made from grain. Uh, Sometimes doesn't always agree with me. So that's why I like I like Chopin and Belvedere. Yeah, super nice. All right. So A, B and C, as we near the end of our tasting, how are you guys feeling if you guys had to rank them? So before I reveal what they are, if you were going to rank A, B and C. One, two, and three. Which way would you go? We'll go with. Uh, we'll go to Mark first. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I think I'm a glutton for punishment. I enjoy the the. I think I enjoy the bitterness and the the harshness of three. Okay. See. Uh, yeah. But I, maybe that's just a mood thing. Um. I, I like three. Uh, Mark, boy. it's a, a, B, and C. They're labeled A, B, and C. Oh, well, I like C. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. We're, we're going to try and rank them one, two, and three based on ABC. So right now you're saying right. C is number one for you. Yeah, yeah. you got to go slow. You can't be – yeah, letters, numbers, and stuff. I'm a fast talker. I used to be in um, sales. <laughs> man. Ooh-wee. Um, I think I like – I think I go, uh, I go C, B, A. 
I, I like right. A, A and B were close to me, but I think I think I just like the punishment of C. Yeah, you like the pun- you like so you like the stronger flavors. And here's the other yeah. thing too: when people are when people are creating a whiskey and they're deciding whether they're going to give you something that's ninety proof or hundred proof, a lot of times they're deciding, you know, is this going to carry the flavor, right? Because alcohol will carry flavor along with it, and, and some really good whiskeys do a great job of balancing the two. Some yeah. overpower you with alcohol, and some just don't have enough proof to make it worthwhile at all. So, all right, cool, Chris. How you feeling about them? So B is number one for me, then C, then C, and then A. C and A. So we agree that A is going to be at the bottom. And are you guys ready for the big reveals? Yeah. I've, I've been right, waiting so, 37 minutes. <laughs> man, I'm, <laughs> well, that's including the diaper change. I've only been on for 31 minutes. So. Oh, I just go. threw out a number. I have no idea. <laughs> no, you're pretty darn close. Oh. All right. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. So remember my criteria, they're going to be low proof so that they don't burn your face off. It's got to be yeah. good enough to take a swig out of the flask and also good enough to shine when you mix it with something or just on ice by itself. It's also all, they're all going to be under 50 bucks. The reason they're all going to be under 50 bucks oh, is nice. that way you don't feel bad when your buddy chugs it out of your flask. You don't feel bad when your buddy spills it out of your flask and you don't feel bad when he pours just way too much into his mixed drink. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, I'm driving home. Aren't I? Right. And then you got to ease off the pedal. (laughs) All right. So here we go. And they're not entry level. They're going to be the step up. So we're going to start off with everybody's uh, third choice, which was a, which is a Jim beam black. Okay. So sure. Jim Beam Black, it's about 35 bucks for 1.75 liters. So if you're hosting a party yeah. wow. and you just want, you want to mix something up, it's extra aged. So your regular Jim Beam, uh, they brag regular Jim Beam is aged twice as long than the legal requirement. At one point, Jim Beam Black was aged, I believe, eight years with Whiskey Geeks. We really got mad when they took the age statement off. Still not a bad one. So you guys, uh, you guys weren't picking up too many notes out of it. And that's Jim Beam for you. Like... Jim Beam is actually you're, – you're usually going to get a vanilla note. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a one-note hero. There's not too much coming out of it. So you guys did well there. Not bad. All right. We're going to move to B. So B is getting somewhat hard to find. You can usually find it at Target. You can sometimes find it at the Jewels here in Chicago, but Benny's will also have it too. This is Eagle Rare 10-year. Okay. Eagle, this one, I haven't heard uh, Never heard of it. I haven't heard of it, but I'm taking notes. Yeah. So Eagle Rare, uh, this one's 90 proof. So your Jim Beam Black was 86 proof. This one has a little bit more proof, but you guys didn't say, oh, it's like super hot or anything like that. Eagle no. Rare, if you've heard of Buffalo Trace. Yeah. So oh, Buffalo, I like yeah, Buffalo, so Buffalo yeah. Trace is a fantastic entry-level bourbon. Like that might be yeah. my favorite entry-level bourbon for 25 bucks. That same recipe, when they age it 10 years and proof it down to 90 – becomes eagle rare and what you're doing is because you didn't get a lot of sweetness out of it so you got the cherry note but actually what you were getting is that extra 10 years that more time in the barrel you're picking up more wood and more pepper out of that one so that's why it's not as sweet as the buffalo trace and that's eagle rare so that one's a pretty good one uh target usually is the the easier place to find that one all right cool now this one c See, so this one is 100 proof. It is a bottled and bond, 100 proof. And what you've got here is called Wilderness Trail. And in my opinion, this is a three-year bourbon. Okay. And you were picking up all these notes. So when you were saying pungent, a lot of times when people say pungent, is that's confusion. You haven't trained your palate yet to break it down <laughs> to kind of see what else is going on. Wilderness Trail, in my opinion, there's three distilleries that are super hot with young product right now. It's Wilderness Trail, Old Elk. 
and um, I forgot what the other one is, but so we'll just say two. But <laughs> the Wilderness Trail, I think this is one of the best young ones. This one does run about 50 bucks. It's around four years. It's bottled and bond. So we can save that for another episode into the Whiskey Geekdom. Really, really awesome product here. And this is one that's not made by the big boys. And I just think it's stupendous. So uh, it was kind of cool to see you guys kind of confirm my ideas there. So yeah, I, I, awesome. Wilderness Trail, this is something that's not made by the big boys. Um, and by the way, I have no affiliation with any distilleries. This is just one of my favorites from this year. I think it's one of the best releases. Okay. Um, since you guys are Larceny fans, I got to send you Larceny has a new barrel proof that just came out that's worth hunting after if you really want to get into it. So uh, you guys got my number. If you guys ever want to text me, it's like, what should I get? What should I try? I'm more than yeah, happy for sure. to give recommendations. Appreciate that. Yeah. So what, so like hot summer day, right? With a whiskey out of the flask versus a cold beer. Yeah. So if it's a really hot summer day, like we've had the last couple hundred days, you know, I'll ask the cart girl. <laughs> I, go, I go, hey, cart girl, you know, get me a Diet Coke. It's chilled. You know, it, there's a good idea, yeah. you know, unless, yeah. And this is the thing that I recommend, especially like when I do the binge and bartend show is anytime that you guys are mixing, mix it into a chilled soda. So, you know, mm-hmm. usually the cart girls got fresh ice, you know, I tip extra cause I know I'm smuggling contraband onto the course. So don't worry. I, I can't <laughs> wait for the comments. <laughs> support your local course, support your local course. Like, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no. We, we had a, we had a whole episode on unsanctioned the art of the unsanctioned. Which is yeah, sneaking, sneaking booze under the course. Oh, see, I got to get into that one. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, I work for one company. I won't say who. Um, but when they <laughs> were designing golf bags, like the, the sales guy made it a point. He's like, look at this. Brr, eight cans easily. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, we all get it, man. We all get it. Like, I'll support the course, man. Like, I'm, I'm happy to, like, you know, pay eight dollars for the hot dog and I'm, I'm happy to pay overpay for the food but uh sometimes you know i'm just i'm a little bit of a whiskey um uh, right yeah. right there with you yeah exactly i just want something a little bit nicer than what you guys are offering you know <laughs> yeah they usually don't they usually don't have much what they have they'll have a, a jameson a fireball probably a jack maybe a gym yeah that's it really and that 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 might be it in turn and, that, and that's probably on a good day if she's got all four of those yeah I don't care about putts. Like, I don't know how you guys feel. Uh, I, don't I don't like watching about, I don't guys care putt. about putting at all. Yeah, like, they're constantly like, <laughs> and, and we're going to cut over, we're going to cut over, this is for, bur-. like, I don't care. Like, it's a putting stroke. There's nothing exciting. Like, like show me the guy, like, like 10 yards out, sweating, knees knocking, because he's got to knock it close with a wedge, right? Or, like, yeah. show, show me. The, show me the guy blasting out of the woods like I would have to. <laughs> yeah, my brother and I were saying, like, you got Brooks, Rory, and Tiger in a group. No one cares if they make the weekend. Show us every shot. Just yeah. follow the thing. Yeah. Like that, was the, that was the beauty of the match, right? Like, just follow these guys. That's who everybody wants to see. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and especially now, you can get you know, you can pick up on every word they say. Fuck it, let them hear. Let you know, bleep out. Let them hear them say fuck. Put it on HBO. Put it on HBO. Fuck. I don't care. Just don't cut <laughs> anything out. Put it on HBO. Yeah, you got to figure like how could they not because like f- football and basketball like it's always leaking out but i guess like do they pay fines like is that why like they're kind of concerned about it yeah like, i think they they just they probably have a bucket that they every year they're like all right let's put in 50 million dollars for the fines we got to pay for right. all the fuck fuck bombs and <laughs> and mother effers um that we drop and we just pay them yeah was that the but, first tournament back like 
was it Bryson or Rom like rolled one in and Brooks goes pretty fucking good like like, like clear as day like it was Rom I think it was Rom yeah 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 and then and and then like the next hole Rom's flicking off the golf ball because it didn't go in (laughs) I guess uh, before I let you guys go last thing did it move did Rom ball oh yeah no okay so here's the question did it move and based on the spirit of the rule should he have gotten a penalty uh, a spear. Uh, what are we? Hold on. It? What are we talking I, about? I, I, oh, did what move? Well, well, besides Rom's your chipping. besides your besides your penis from all this whiskey <laughs> you've been drinking. Um, yeah, there is controversy over uh, John Rom's one of John Rom's shots. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I must be living in a cave. I didn't see that. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Gal- Golf Twitter got a went ablaze. Uh, I guess he was just off on the par three. Uh, I mean, he's already blowing past everybody. I mean, does and it even the, matter? I guess is the question. Well, that's the other thing. Like, it didn't. Like, at the end of the day, well, it didn't. But I that's guess that's what it, I was going to say. Yeah. I, 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 truthfully, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds. Uh, would it Would it matter more if somebody was one stroke behind him? I still don't think I care. What was the situation? I know. I get it that it's it would suck for someone. I just don't know that, like if that happens to me when I'm playing, or to Chris, I don't I don't care. What, I guess. what yeah, like if like <laughs> so so basically like the ball's kind of like it's covered in grass from like like from the away portion of the ball. It's kind of like covered in grass. Okay. And like as he goes to chip. And here's the new word, right? Like, it doesn't oscillate or doesn't move, right? So, like, it looks like the ball kind of dips and, like, comes back. But it took, like, an eight-time camera zoom and super yeah. slow motion to show you that it dipped. Does it, change, then, the like, shot? Does it change the shot? I think that's the question you asked. Well, right? he ended, up, well, he ended up making it. Right. So, the thing is, it's like, you know, the rule is, if the you know, if the ball oscillates, ball moves, whatever the hell you want to say, it's technically a penalty because they're saying his – Club bringing, yeah, bringing his club back caused the ball to move. At that point, like I said, I, I guess I'm just not a stickler for some rules. I don't care. Yeah, like my my thing would be like if you if you had four guys playing together that kind of knew each other, and somebody called you out on that, you'd be like, I'm never playing with that guy again. He's a dick. Like that that to me means it's yeah. a shitty rule. Yeah, that, that yeah. it's a bad rule, right? Like, and I thought we were like beyond the whole thing of like, well, the whole thing was like. They wanted to stop people calling in for these rules infractions, right? And then no, they just go uh, to Twitter. And then poor Balionis, like she's kind of doing her job, and she asks him yeah. about it, you know, right off eighteen, and he, he's like the new meme face, like what? <laughs> like, like well, he, he like, didn't even know about it. Well, exactly. Like, you, it, you're right. right. You had to do like an eight time zoom just to see it, kind of. Did it. then I'm like, you know what? If it did move, that's even a better shot, right? You right? just hit a moving golf ball <laughs> in the hole. So I just yeah. don't care enough. I, I don't know. That's where, like, I, I like that golf has rules. I don't like golf, that when golf has rules like this. I yeah. guess. That's where I get hung up, and it's just like, yeah, maybe it moved, but and maybe it was because the way he took his club back. But then again, I just don't Well, and here's care. the other thing. Like, how many of us have, like, addressed the ball? And you're just kind of like you're doing your little waggle or your little routine, and you look at the flag. So maybe like he's looking at the hole, and then it oscillates like he can't catch it himself. But this is one of those rules. Like, and I agree with you. Like, it's one of the things that I think golf makes itself less accessible to the everyday golfer. When yeah. 
when maybe they watch the tournament for the first time and they're like, wait, what? Like, that's a rule? Like, <laughs> like we got, I mean, we got NBA you can't fluff your ball? Right, I yeah. fluff every shot I take. So what's, I guess, I, yeah. Well, the, hey, the, the pros should be able to fluff it too. I just, I just <laughs> learned the new technique about the three wood. You, you pretend you're going to hit three wood out of the rough and, and then you just pull up with an iron after you've patted it down, you address the ball with your three wood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I failed to put it into play <laughs> during my rounds this weekend, but I totally should have. Uh, I mean, I'll get you. I'll get you a tea if you really need one. Yeah. Oh well, you know what? Uh, Golf Digest had an article back in the '90s of like this, like Texas men's league, and the one guy would have lifesavers in his mouth, and then he'd spit <laughs> out the he'd spit out the lifesaver, and then kind of like nudge the ball on top of it to make like a mini tea in the rough. Come on. <laughs> I mean. God. Chris is going to be eating lifesavers every yeah, time we my, play now. Your favorite candy. Hey, <laughs> as I leave you guys, because you guys have been super gracious with your time, just remember, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, guys, again, thanks so much. This was a lot of fun. If you guys feel like doing it again, we'll, we'll, we'll do it again. I'll give you yeah, some new ones it, to man. taste. Appreciate we it. can that do it awesome. again. And, uh, yeah, so uh, if you guys want, you can follow my whiskey reviews on my Instagram page. Uh, it's at Matt Cusick, M-A-T-T-K-U-S-E-K. And, uh, man, you guys are awesome, man. I'm going to keep listening. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Listen! How you scamming? Black accents, family, what you see? Panda! Panda swole! Panny! Salad bar! Candy! And I'm the macho like Randy! Well, hey, th- thanks for, uh, thanks for dropping off the whiskey. My, my, Mark and I were just talking. He's like, my wife goes, so you're just going to drink whiskey that someone dropped out? dropped off at the house who you met on instagram <laughs> and with a straight face i just said yeah <laughs> super, super bootleg super sketchy <laughs> welcome give him I'm getting a little cranky oh there's ads on the youtubes that's why oh yeah oh yeah i mean god bless my wife she's she's a trooper with there we go all right bud Couple more minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, you my my daughter. I mean, they don't know what commercials are, and if they see them, they freak out because they know they can get them off. Yeah, well, at two and a half, he's figured out how to hit the skip ads button, but yeah. he's not Good. precise yeah. enough. And the best part about my son, so best part about my son is, and I don't know if your kids ever did this, he points at everything with his middle finger. <laughs> so it's, it's really great when you go for a walk through the neighborhood and your kids just flipping the bird saying tree tree <laughs> fuck fuck you tree fuck you tree <laughs>